Welcome and thank you for listening to the Okuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. Today, Pastor Humby Cerveta will share a message with you. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to week four of Akuo Church as we are going to finish out our first ever series, The Four L's of Akuo. Just as a reminder here at Akuo Church, we exist so people can be in community with Jesus and one another. We are going to do that by using the four L's. First, we're going to listen to God, which is the total foundation of every single thing that we do here. We know that when we listen to God, He will lead us well. Second, we are going to love people. We understand by loving people, we can change the things that are happening around us. We talked about how we can be better neighbors so our community will flourish. Third, we are going to lead you by empowering. We will lead you guys by empowering you. And the way that we want you to do that is by living out your role in the family business. Now, the family business is what is known as the Great Commission, which is to go out into the world and share the gospel with the incredible spiritual gifts that have been given to you by God. So three weeks down, this is the fourth and final way that we will be in community with Jesus and one another. It's by linking to our community. We believe our church shouldn't exist only to the people that attend our church. Akuo will listen to our community's needs and do our best to meet them. And we are actually doing that right now. We've started partnering up with an organization called Urban Strategies, and we are having listening sessions with our community to see exactly what they need, exactly what kind of church that they want to serve them in the best way possible. Now, with that being said, uh, there's more to it than that. We don't want to just serve the community. We want to connect. We want to build real relationships. We want to be in community with the folks that are around here. That's why we call it linking to our community and not serving or, or anything like that. It's, it's more than just serving. So that's why the big idea for today is this. Linking to our community is serving and connecting. Linking to our community is serving and connecting. If this is the only thing you remember about my talk today, please let it be this. Just remember this one thing. Linking to our community is serving and connecting. To show this idea in action, I want to look at this illustration in the Bible from the book of John in chapter 6. Now, to give you guys some context on what is happening here in this story, we see Jesus in full-on rock star mode. This is a point in his ministry where he has been performing miracles in front of groups of people. So when he does that, people go home and they tell all their friends about it. Then they spread it to others and so on and so forth. So this is where we will pick up in the story. There, John 6 says, A huge crowd kept following him, being Jesus, wherever he went, because they saw his miraculous signs as he healed the sick. Then Jesus climbed a hill and sat down with the disciples around him. It was nearly time for the Passover celebration. Jesus soon saw a huge crowd of people coming to look for him. Turning to Philip, he asked, Where can we buy bread to feed all these people? He was testing Philip, for he already knew what he was going to do. All right, I want to stop right there. I love this small insight that we get to Jesus. Jesus knows what he is going to do in this situation. He knows how all of these people will get fed. However, he still asks Philip. He still wants to see how Philip will react. 
And I think it's really funny. It's kind of like uh, when I'm in the, the car with my family and I ask my kids to give me directions on how to get home. I mean, I know I want to get home, but I want to see how much they paid attention. And I always have the biggest smile on my face as I hear them try and give me directions. And, and, and really what it gets crazy is when we turn down the wrong street. Uh, I just enjoy hearing them lead the way on this. Now, when I read this story, I imagine Jesus reacting to the disciples in a similar fashion, just smiling and enjoying and, and seeing them squirm a little bit. So back to the scripture, Jesus is testing Philip. And Philip replied, even if we worked for months, we wouldn't have enough money to feed them. Then Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. There's a young boy here with five barley loaves and two fish. But what good is that with this huge crowd? Tell everyone to sit down, Jesus said. So they all sat down on the grassy slopes. The men alone numbered about 5,000. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks to God, and distributed them to the people. Afterward, he did the same with the fish, and they all ate as much as they wanted. After everyone was full, Jesus told his disciples, Now gather the leftovers so that nothing is wasted. So they picked up the pieces and filled 12 baskets with scraps left by the people who had eaten from the five barley loaves. So this has to be one of my favorite stories because this is just so rich with applications and ways we can break it apart. This is a story where the disciples are asked what they should do. They're asked about how they would go about feeding all these people. But Jesus knew what he was going to do. What Jesus wanted the disciples to see is that even though they knew how this whole thing worked, even though they were experienced disciples, they would always need Jesus. They would need to rely on him to do amazing and miraculous things. So the fellows are able to rustle up five loaves of bread and two fish. This young boy hands it over, and that's when Jesus goes to work. Jesus has everyone sit down and walks them through how this will work. And in the book of Luke, it says Jesus had the disciples sit the crowd in groups of about 50 people. Then Jesus started to bless the food, break it into pieces, sends it to the disciples. And each time the disciples would go drop off some food and come back. And there was more, more food for them to take. And it keeps on happening and happening and happening until everyone in the entire crowd is full. Not only are they full, but there are leftovers. So here is what we can take away from this. There will be times in your life that you're going to come across a situation that you don't know how to deal with. In those moments, your wisdom, how you know how this world works, the ways you have seen things get done before will mean nothing. Because in that moment, while you are looking at the daunting thing standing in front of you, you won't be able to do it on your own. You don't have enough to feed that crowd of people. So it's in these moments that we need to turn to Jesus. Ask him for help. Ask him how to do it. Now, I want to be super upfront with you right now. I can't even begin to explain how many times this has happened for me in the formation of this church. I mean, I'm just a dude that has taken tiny step after tiny step from a TV sports reporter to the senior pastor of a church within 10 years. I don't even know how these organizations get set up. So, I mean, sure, I, I know how to do some ministry things, but this is the first time I've ever like, been in charge of a church and I regularly look at tasks in front of me and say, I don't know how to do this. I'll, I'll never be able to figure this out. Now, each time after my breakdown, I continue down the road that God put me on. I freak out, then I go. 
And I do it like this every single time. And after every freak out, I just keep on moving because I know Jesus has this. I've seen him come through every single time. And this church exists not because I'm good at any of the things I do. This church exists because God is good. This church keeps on going because I keep on bringing my five little loaves and my two little minnows and Jesus multiplies it. Jesus makes it work every single time. Not only that, he will make it work in abundance. I fret and freak out every time and somehow things work. Somehow, some way, when I hand it over, whatever it is that he's given to me, he makes it better than I ever could have imagined. And that's what we have to do here at Okuo Church. We have to be people that are going to bring whatever we have and hand it over to Jesus so he can do all the hard work. Now, this doesn't mean that we just sit back and hang out and just wait for Jesus to do everything for us. We play a role in it too. Think about the disciples. They had to sit down and listen to what Jesus was saying. He gave them instructions. Then after listening, they set up these people in groups of about 50 so they could love one another in these small groups. Now those groups started to flourish. Then the, the disciples played out their role in the family business. Jesus led the disciples by empowering them to bring the food to the people. And not only that, think about where they got the food for feeding all those people from a young boy that had it with them. Now, normally young boys aren't rolling around with fish and loaves of bread uh, that they baked on their own. Normally they will get it from someone else. So I just imagine that the mother of that little boy handed her son something to eat on the way out the door that morning. And she never would have thought that was how she was going to play her role in the family business, by helping feed all those people. Okay, sorry for the sidetrack, but back to the disciples. They did one last thing. They linked to their community. Now, I want you to know that these disciples weren't just waiters. They would speak with and spend time with these people. They would have to pass this one basket around the entire group of about 50 people every single time. So they have to stand there while each person picked through and picked their thing. No, I don't like that fish. I want this fish. I want that bread. Uh, and so I'm sure they chatted with everyone while they were waiting. Not only that, but how many baskets of food do you think it would take to feed what some scholars would say is about 20,000 people when you count all the women and children that would have been there? It's going to take a while. So there was a lot of time spent with that crowd. And it wasn't just serving. They were connecting. They were linking to their community in an amazing way. Remember, linking to our community is serving and connecting. Now, one of the best examples I've ever seen of this exact thing happened through a ministry called The Bridge. Now, when I was working at City Tribe, I was the community pastor and I was in charge of their small groups called Tribes. Well, one day, this lady named Jackie emailed me out of the blue to talk about this homeless ministry that her, her husband Mike, and daughter Fiona wanted to get started. They called it The Bridge, and they'd actually seen it done at the last church they were a part of in Huntsville, Texas. So I met up with them for lunch over cheeseburgers. Now, I want you guys to know the holiest of meetings happen over a cheeseburger. So I sat down with Mike and Jackie, and they let me know that God had put something in them to start this group. And that was in November of 2018. Since then, they have seen God multiply their loaves of fish. When they first started the bridge, they had no idea where it would be or how they would supply food enough for everyone they knew to just come and get something to eat. All they knew is that they were just supposed to be doing what they were doing. 
Well, as it turns out, they got in contact with Christian Assistance Ministries for a meeting just to bounce ideas off of them. And Cam gave Mike and Jackie keys to the Cam property within the first 30 minutes of sitting down. So they had a place. And Cam said that it was part of their 10-year plan to make their campus available to other organizations and said that the bridge fit perfectly with what they were trying to accomplish. Also, before the bridge's first time meeting and serving, they weren't sure how they were going to pay for all this food that they needed to feed all their homeless friends. Well, just days before they were about to serve, someone anonymously sent them a $1,000 check. They were able to feed every single person that showed up, and they even had some leftovers. They are still going strong and doing their best to serve our homeless friends in the downtown area. So let's get back to the scripture. What do you think happens after Jesus and the disciples link to the community in this way? What do you think happens when the disciples serve and connect with 20,000 people? Well, those people went home and told all of their people about the meal they got, about the connections that they made. So things are about to pick up. Let's take a look at John 6. There it says, The next day the crowd that had stayed on the far shore saw that the disciples had taken the only boat, and they realized Jesus had not gone with them. Several boats uh, from Tiberias landed near the place where the Lord had blessed the bread and the people had eaten. So when the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor the disciples were there, they got on boats and went across to Capernaum to look for him. And they found him, Jesus, on the other side of the lake and asked, Rabbi, when did you get here? So I want to stop here real quick. The group that stayed at the shore and saw the disciples leave on a boat without Jesus is right to wonder how Jesus got there. Well, you see, Jesus walked on water uh, that night over to the other side. And I hate to like yada yada over walking on water, uh, but if I got to talk about this sermon, and if I talk about this story, this is going to be like a two-hour sermon. So I got to stay focused, but I just wanted you to know that there's some context and, and some, uh, get some understanding about what's happening here in John 6. So let's jump back to the scripture. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, you want to be with me because I fed you, not because you understood the miraculous signs. Basically, you want to be with me because we linked with you yesterday. But don't be so concerned about perishable things like food. Spend your energy seeking the eternal life that the Son of Man can give you. For God the Father has given me the seal of his approval. They replied, we want to perform God's works too. What should we do? Jesus told them, this is the only work God wants from you. Believe in the one he has sent. They answered, show us a miraculous sign if you want us to believe in you. What can you do? After all, all our ancestors ate manna while they journeyed through the wilderness. The scriptures say Moses gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus, who had just fed the miraculous bread from heaven the day before, said, I tell you the truth. Moses didn't give you bread from heaven. My father did. And now he offers you the true bread from heaven. The true bread of God is the one who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, give us that bread every day. And Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But you haven't believed in me even though you have seen me. However, those the Father has given me will come to me, and I will never reject them. 
For I've come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me, not my own will. And this is the will of God, that I should not lose even one of all those he has given me, but that I should raise them up at the last day. For it is my Father's will that all who see his Son and believe in him should have eternal life. I will raise them up at the last day. So guys, this is what it's all about. We want to link to our community through serving and connecting. That's what Jesus and the disciples did that day when 20,000 people were fed. That's what Jesus and the disciples did that day when 20,000 people experienced a community with Jesus and one another. This is what we can do at Akuo Church. When we do this, we can link to our community through serving and connecting. People will talk about Akuo. When they talk about us, more people will show up the next time we do something. When that happens, we'll be able to talk about this bread of life that Jesus offers them. And when that happens, people will change. Families will heal. Our neighborhood can continue to change for the better. We will be in community with Jesus and one another. And guys, that's what I want for all of us today. To be able to receive Jesus in the ways we need him. Because here's the thing. He understands where you are right now. He understands what you need right now. And Jesus is so ready to give it to you. So let's all bow our heads together. Everybody. Because we are a community at Akua Church and no one plays praise alone here. So, um, I want to pray this prayer. Now, before you can get started getting into Jesus, getting into your life and, and giving you uh, what you're looking for, you got to start with talking to him. So if you are someone who hasn't started that relationship with Jesus, I want you to do that right now. I want you to invite Jesus into your life. So just pray something like this uh, silently, uh, just between you and God. Just say, Jesus, I'm coming to you right now. And I know I've messed up. I'm sorry for that. But I'm here now, and I want you to know that I believe in you. I believe that you gave up your life for me. That you gave up your life to make up for every single mistake I've made in the past, and every single mistake I will make in the future. So Jesus, I don't want to be hungry anymore. I don't want to be thirsty anymore. I want you to be the bread that sustains me. I give you my life today. Amen. Now, I just want to stop real quick. If you just prayed that prayer, I am so proud of you. And I want to celebrate you. Because in Scripture, Jesus says all of heaven is celebrating the decision you just made. This is the first step to the rest of your life, to the rest of eternity. And what I want you to do, if you just did that, is send us a message on our social media. And we want to help walk you through this season. Now, if you have been a believer, whether it's been for 50 years or five seconds, I want you to participate with me in the sacrament known as communion. Now, sacrament is just a fancy word for an action that represents the grace that Jesus has shown to us. So go ahead and, and get your drink. Uh, it can be a grape juice or wine or soda. It doesn't matter. Uh, also, uh, get out your, your cracker or bread or, or a tortilla, whatever it is you want to use. Uh, uh, and, and here's the deal. Communion is set up like this way so that every time we do it, we will have a full understanding of who Jesus was, 
and what he did here on this earth. For some of us, we have taken communion so many times that we go, yeah, I know what this is about. I know why we do communion. I understand the, the sacrifice Jesus made from us. That, that's great. Totally awesome. However, communion isn't just to connect us to these ideas and thoughts. They are important, but these ideas and thoughts are just part of communion. You see, Jesus, the one that lives in heaven, Jesus, the one that lives within us, Jesus, the one that has combined our past with the eternity, doesn't want us to just know what he did 2,000 plus years ago. He wants to heal us. Jesus doesn't want to just influence the decisions we make on this earth. He wants to rescue us from our sin. He doesn't want to just give us something to think about. He wants to feed us, and he wants to feed us with himself, the bread of life. Now, through him, we will never be hungry again. Through him, we will never be thirsty. And that is why we do communion. Not just to understand what he did, but to receive his love and respond to it. That is what communion is all about. Communion isn't just about him serving us. It's about him connecting to us. Through communion, we are recognizing how we are linked to him. So let's do it. Take a piece of bread here, or a cracker, whatever you want. Thank you. Uh, and this represents the body that Jesus gave up for us. Then your drink represents the blood that Jesus used to spill for your life. So let's pray. Jesus, thank you for everything you've done. Thank you for all the ways that you've taken care of us. Thank you for how you have just laid your life down for all the sins, all the inequities, all the ways I have wronged people for my entire life. Lord, thank you for that. I love you so much, and I appreciate it so much knowing that I don't deserve anything that you have ever done for me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you, and I pray these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, thanks for being a part of our service here at Akul. If you need anything at all, don't hesitate to message us on our social media platforms, or you can go to our website, akuo.church, A-K-O-U-O.church, to contact us. Also, since we are a totally digital church right now, we need you guys to help us move digitally. There are two very easy ways you can do uh, to help us. The first thing you can do is share this video on your social media, or you can just send the link to someone that you know that needs to hear this message. Another thing you can do is like our social media or subscribe to our YouTube channel. By doing this, you will help us get these messages out to more people than we could ever imagine. Next, I wanna talk about how we practice generosity here at Akuo. What we do is practice the biblical method of giving called tithing, which means giving a first fruit 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church. We believe when you trust God with anything in your life, there is blessing. We believe that it's the same with your finances. Now, I'm not saying that you're gonna get a pair of jet skis and a lake house or, or anything like that, but you will receive a spiritual blessing from God if you trust him with any aspect of your life. So we don't want you to miss out on this blessing. And you can tithe here at Akuo by going to our website, akuo.church, A-K-O-U-O.church, and clicking on the giving link. Now, just so you know, 
we are generous with our money as well. In the last two months, we have donated more than $8,000 to furthering the kingdom of God. Not only that, we're getting supplies together to go to local businesses and, and different areas to supply them with masks that they can hand out to the people that are showing up to their businesses that need them. Now, one last thing. Each Wednesday night, we have a Bible study through Zoom. And it's a time where we all get together online, sing some worship music, read through the Bible, and pray with one another. Each and every week, it's been a lot of fun, and we would love to see you there. The link for the Zoom meeting is posted on all of our social media right now. All right, guys, that's it. That's our fourth service. I'm gonna, I think I'm just gonna keep on counting. We're gonna see exactly how many weeks we're gonna count, because I'm still just so excited about this place and amazed that we are still here. Anyways, I want you to know that I love you all. I love you all. And I'm praying for each and every one of you. We will see you next week. Actually, I'll see you on Wednesday. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.